Section 4 of Tamba the Tame Tiger, His Many Adventures. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Read by Nicole Kristen. Tamba the Tame Tiger, His Many Adventures by Richard Barnum. Tamba in a Wreck down on the black nose of the sleeping lion went the soft fuzzy tip of tamba's tail and tamba tickled nero so hard that the lion gave a big sneeze and awakened with a jump then nero threw himself against the bars of his cage until they shook where they were fastened into the wood and the lion roared in his loudest voice where's that fly where's the tickling fly that wouldn't let me sleep if I catch that fly, I'll tickle him, and Nero roared so loudly that the ground seemed to tremble, as it always does near a lion when he roars. I have often felt it in the zoological park where I sometimes go to look at the lions and the tigers. Where's that fly? Where's that fly? roared Nero, for you see he thought the tickling tip of Tamba's tail was a fly on his nose. "'What's the matter here? What's the trouble?' cried one of the circus men as he ran into the animal tent, having heard Nero roar. "'Are some of the lions or tigers trying to get loose?' asked another man. "'No, it seems to be Nero,' replied the first. "'What's the matter, old boy?' he asked as he saw how angry Nero was, for the lion was lashing his tail from side to side and roaring. "'Where's that fly? Where's that fly?' Of course, the circus men didn't know exactly what Nero was saying, but they could tell he was angry and they were afraid. If he bounded against the bars of his cage much more, he might break some. I don't see what makes Nero act that way, said the man who had charge of the lion and who had taught him to do tricks. Once before he acted like this, but it was when a bee stung him on the nose. Maybe that is what happened this time, said the second man. I don't see any bees flying around, went on the lion's keeper. Just then Tamba, seeing that he had awakened Nero and had played all the tricks he wanted to, pulled his tail out from between the bars of the lion's cage. And just as he did so, the keeper saw him. Oh, oh, I know what the matter was, the man said. The tiger tickled the lion. Tamba tickled Nero with his tail through the bars of the cage. That's what made Nero angry. Tamba, you're a bad, mischievous tiger. And he shook his finger at the striped animal. Tamba walked over to the corner of his cage and curled up. Well, I had some fun, anyhow, he thought. I waked Nero up all right. And so he had, and now Nero knew what had happened, for Tum-Tum, the jolly elephant, had seen it all, and Tum-Tum said, It wasn't a fly on the end of your nose, Nero. It was the fuzzy tip of Tamba's tail. I saw him tickle you. Oh, you did? Did you? cried Nero. And this time he did not roar. Why did you tickle me, Tamba? Oh, I didn't like to see you sleeping so nicely when I couldn't sleep because I'm thinking so much of the jungle, answered the tiger. Besides, it was only a joke. I wanted to see if I could make you think my tail was a fly on your nose. I did. Yes, you surely did, admitted Nero. 
I felt a tickle even in my sleep, but if it was only a joke, Tamba, I won't be angry. I like a joke as well as anyone, and Nero laughed in his lionish way. But after this, I'm going to sleep in the far corner of my cage where your tail won't reach me. A joke is alright, but sleep is better. Now, it will be my turn to play a joke on you, Tamba. Yes, said Dido, the dancing bear. You want to look out for yourself, Tamba. A joke is a joke on both sides. Oh well, I don't care, said Tamba, but he was not as jolly about it as he might have been. The circus men saw that something was wrong between Tamba and Nero, so they moved the cages farther apart. And then Nero and Tamba could not have reached each other if their tails had been twice as long. And then Nero went to sleep, and so did Tamba, waiting for the evening show to start. And as Tamba slept, he dreamed of the Indian jungle and wished he could go back there. And soon something wonderful was going to happen to him. That night, in the big tent, which was bright with electric light, Tamba did his tricks, catching a piece of dog biscuit off his nose, leaping through a paper hoop, and walking around on his hind legs. Nero also did his tricks, one of which was sitting up like a begging dog on a sort of a stool, like an overturned wash tub. And Dido the dancing bear did his funny tricks on the wooden platform, which was strapped on the back of Tum Tum the jolly elephant. So the boys and the girls and the big folks too who went to the circus had lots of fun watching the animals. But all the while, Nero was watching for a chance to play a trick on Tamba, and at last he found a way. It was three or four days after Tamba had tickled Nero with the tail tip, and the circus had travelled on a railroad to a far distant town. In the animal tent, the lions, tigers, elephants, monkeys and ponies had been given their dinners and were being watered. Tamba was taking a long drink from his tin of water, and wishing it could be turned into a jungle spring, when all of a sudden, splash! A lot of water spurted up into his face, and some getting into his nose made him sneeze. Then he looked and saw that a bone, off which all the meat had been gnawed, had come in through the bars of his cage and had fallen into his water pan. It was the falling of the dry bone into the water that had made it splash up. Who did that? Who threw that bone at me? growled Tamba. Who made it splash water all over me? Oh, I guess I did that, said Nero with a loud rumbling lionish laugh. I wanted to see if I could toss it from my cage into yours, Tamba, and I did. So the water splashed on you, did it? Yes, it did. You know it did, growled Tamba. It made me sneeze too. Oh, did it? asked Nero. Well, that was just a little joke of mine, my tiger friend. I wanted to see if I could tickle your nose the way you tickle mine with your tail. It was only a joke, splashing water on your nose. Only a joke, ha ha ha. Yes, it was only a joke, said Tum Tum and all the other animals. Only a joke, Tamba, ha ha ha. Of course, the striped tiger had to laugh too for really he had not been hurt, and he must expect to have a joke played on him after he had played one on Nero. 
Well, I'll gnaw this bone after I take a drink, said Tamba, as he dried his nose on his paw. Much obliged to you for tossing it into my cage, Nero. Oh, you're very welcome, I'm sure, laughed the lion. Oh, you did jump and sneeze in such a funny way, Tamba, when the water went up your nose. And Nero laughed as he thought of it. And, ha ha ha, echoed Tum Tum. And so life went on for the circus animals, something a little different happening every day. Now and then Tamba played other tricks and so did Nero, and the first crossness of Tamba seemed to wear off. He was still as anxious as ever to go to the jungle, but he did not see how he could get out of his cage. He watched carefully every day, hoping that sometime the man who came in to make him do his tricks would forget to fasten the door when he went out. If he only left it open once, thought Tamba, I could slip out and run away. Then I'd go back to the jungle. But the trainer never left the door open. Besides, it closed with a spring as soon as the man slipped out, and quick as he was, Tamba could not have slipped out. However, he kept on the watch, always hoping that someday his chance would come. And it did. I'll tell you all about it pretty soon. Sometimes, as I have told you, the circus went from town to town by the way of country roads, the horses pulling the big wagons with the tents on them, and also the wagons in which the wild beasts were kept. It took eight or ten horses to pull some of the heavy wagons uphill. At other times, the wagons would all be put on big railroad cars and an engine would haul them over the shiny rails. This was when it was too far from one town to the next for the horses to pull the wagons or for the elephants and camels to walk. For when the circus traveled by country road, these big animals, the camels and elephants, always walked. And one night, after a stormy day, the circus wagons were loaded on the railroad cars for a long journey to the next city in which the show was to be given. Well, you haven't gone to your jungle yet, I see, Tamba, said Tum Tum to the tiger. The big elephant was moving about, pushing the heavy wagons to and fro. No, I haven't gone yet, sadly, said the beautifully striped beast, and oh, how I wish I could get loose. On through the night rumbled a long train of circus cars. There was no moon and the stars did not shine. The night was very dark after the storm. Suddenly there were some loud whistles from the train engine. Toot, 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 it went, and that meant there was danger. The engineer had seen danger ahead, but not in time to stop his train. One of the circus trains had run off the track and could not go on. It had come to a halt, and another train that was running not far behind the first one crashed into it. There was a terrible noise, a clanging of iron and a breaking of wood. The cars were smashed and so were some of the animal cages. What is it? What's the matter? roared Nero. We are in a wreck trumpeted Tum Tum the elephant who was not quite so jolly now. The circus train is wrecked. I was in a wreck once before. It's very bad. I hope none of our animal friends are hurt. But some were, I'm sorry to say, and so were some of the circus men. 
Tamba, the tame tiger, felt his cage slide off the flat car on which it had been fastened. The car was smashed and tossed to one side. Off slid the tiger's cage and then it fell down the railroad bank and into a ditch. Tamba's cage broke open and the tiger was cut and bruised, but he knew that he was free. He was no longer in the cage. At last I'm out, he cried. Now I can run away to my jungle. Now I'm free. End of section 4